the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly Set love, the free. Set, the captives. Set the captives free. Free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Love your Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with two beautiful women that I've been blessed to to meet and uh, spend time with, establish community with. Just so grateful for them. Uh, we have in studio with me today uh, Sable Horton, who is a member of the Love Never Fails family. I'm actually going to let Sable introduce herself here in just a second. We're going to let her just give us the rundown of all the awesome things that she's been doing and also why Love Never Fails is such a relevant organization for her. Uh, also, we have on the on the, uh, the call, we have Renee Ortiz, who is an amazing woman of God and who has been partnering with me in a variety of ways over the years. And uh, she's also going to share a little bit about what, she, why, why uh, she's been involved with Love Never Fails and some of the things that we've been doing together over the years to minister to young people in our community. So let's start off with you, Sable. Maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. What, 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 what brings you to Love Never Fails? Oh my goodness, there's so many things. Where do I start? (laughs) Um, I would say first, so I'm a survivor of sex trafficking. Um, A little bit happened in my childhood and as well into my adulthood when I was going to college. And so Love Never Fails was really there for me in a time where I really needed them. And somehow, some way, I ended up working there. And now I'm an employee with Love Never Fails and I get to do a lot of amazing things, including leading our Fight for Love groups and Dancing with Vanessa and Renee. So just a lot of cool things like that. I'm also a poet, a storyteller. I do a lot of performances and just a lot of mentoring for young girls. Yes. Yes. Such a, so you're in for quite a treat with Sable. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. Um, (laughs) And uh, she's giving me a look right now. I wish you could see the look she's giving me. But anyway, we'll talk about her looks in a little bit. Uh, Those, those little side eyes that she gives you. Um, So anyway, uh, We got Renee. So, Renee, maybe you could introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Renee Ortiz, and I've um, kind of known Vanessa for years. We started teaching dance together um, for children and then women, and um, that's how this 
Love Never Fails launched for Vanessa when she um, lost one of her, her girls she cares so, so deeply about. So the passion started with dance, and, and we were just doing something we love together, and uh, it launched. It, it, God's purpose was uh, driven through her, um, and she has literally been obedient this entire time, and I, I just want to commend you for that, um, for, for keeping a close ear to the voice of God and, and being obedient. But I'm a, now a business owner uh, with my husband. Uh, we run a business now uh, with no college background. I actually went to school for dentistry, excelled in that area, and I'm not uh, practicing in that area any longer. Um, I kind of go where God tells me, and he has blessed us tremendously. Um, but as far as my passion for women is it comes from a stem of my own abuse background, whether it's domestic violence or um, sexual abuse. So I have a real big passion to help women get free from the bondage and from the hurt and from the pain that is caused uh, from these kinds of abuse. And so uh, I did it for me, and I want to help do it for for others. And um, I just want freedom in the kingdom and, and more people in the kingdom. So... Uh, being a servant to, to God and his purposes is, is key in my life Amen. right now. Amen. Amen. And what a blessing you are. I, um, I'm so grateful for the two of you. So just so, so every, the listening audience is aware, um, we've been, uh, collaborating, I will say on this thing that the Lord has given in this fight for love book. And I want to, I want to just say this up front and very clearly, um, there really is no book like the word of God, right? The Bible is the foundation of all healing is the, is the outline is the format for all healing is outlined there. And it's through our savior, Jesus, that we receive, um, the opportunity to be healed from abuse, from, uh, human trafficking from domestic violence. And, and lately I've been grappling. I, I, I'm just, you know, just kind of being very forthcoming. I've been grappling. I never want a book that I write. Um, I'm actually working on another book, and, but I never want a, a book that I write to take the place of the word of God. Um, I want it to help to illuminate uh, maybe what God might've meant by this scenario or that scenario. And, you know, almost be like a, a written preach, if you will, right? Somebody just kind of interpreting what the Bible says and reinforcing what the word of God says. And I think, um, I do believe that with fight for love, what my heart there was that when I was asked, I was actually asked to write this book, um, by, um, uh, uh, one of the, uh, the executive director of feet first, Dan Dorsey and, uh, his partner, Sean Sharkey suggested that I write this book, um, and they serve survivors of human trafficking by providing boxing classes in the city of Martinez. And they also serve, they serve at-risk children, and they just do amazing work. Shout out to Dan and, um, and, and Sean. Just love them so much. And they're the ones who prompted me to do this. And I believe it was from the Lord because I prayed and I said, uh, God, I had no intention of writing any book here. And that night, the Lord literally dropped like 40 pages on me. And I just kept reading, writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. I could not stop like uh, writing everything he was giving me. He gave me the whole format. He gave me everything in one night's time. 
And then the, the following few months, he added in all the details and the way the publisher came to me, the way the Annabella who did all the artwork and, you know, the public, uh, the publisher was um, Marilyn Randolph, who, you know, very well, both of, you know, very well. Uh, she was the way she came into the studio um, in the radio station. And there's a, a recording of it, you guys, because it was like a God moment where I was like, are you kidding me? Like you do publishing. I had no idea. I needed a publisher. And God has just used all these doors to make this happen. Open doors, open doors. Um, and but the, at the heart of it, what I went before the Lord and asked him about was, Lord, you know, one of the things when I went through my 12 step program, um, life's healing choices, uh, written by John Baker, um, of Saddleback. I, um, when I went through that with celebrate recovery, I wished that there was some more detail that would help focus me in a little bit more on my own sexual abuse, because I felt like sometimes that was glossed over in church and glossed over when we were talking in small groups, the fact that I had been violated in that way. And um, sexual, physical, emotional, spiritual abuse, all of the above that I had experienced. And some of it, unless you were like, like, um, you know, and forgive me, I don't mean to be offensive, but you were all out drunk, all out drug addict on the street. You, you, you know, there was nobody like really getting in your, in your business. There was nobody really getting in your mail and saying, Hey, you know, you are doing these behaviors. You're going out with guys that are unsafe. You're, you're connecting with people that are unsafe because you're still wounded from the sexual abuse that you experienced. And in that I had a revelation that if I could take the celebrate recovery, 12 steps and, and the Bible and create an intersection for survivors of abuse, domestic violence and human trafficking, something relevant for us that there would be healing in that. So that was my heart in it. And so, you know, I just, I just kind of wanted the listening audience to know. And so from that fight for love, which is a 12 step study, small group study guide was birthed. And we're going to be hearing today from Renee and from Sable, both who went through that program uh, we actually did it with 15 women uh, last year and everyone graduated, I think, February of this year. And so we, we we're going to talk a little bit about that first process. And then they are now hosting another group where they are facilitating the group. And I want to talk a little bit. Obviously, you know, there's anonymity and confidentiality, so we won't go into too much detail about individual people's scenarios, but just the general experience um, and, and what, you know, how does it snap into the word of God? How is it complementary? Is it, is it important to have this intersectionality between, um, you know, the Bible and some, you know, specific, uh, you know, out on a specific outline for people who have been abused. So we are abused, domestic violence and human traffic. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're going to explore it. And of course, uh, we want to thank you for listening in. You're in for a treat and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. 
trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today with Sable and Renee, and we're talking about Fight for Love, the 12-step small group study uh, workbook that was launched last year, that uh, was published last year. It is actually now available on Amazon, and it's available in paperback as well as uh, ebook on Kindle. And so super excited about that. If you want to go pick up a copy, um, it's actually part of Prime. You can get it by tomorrow. Like, that's just so cool. Anyway, so what, you know, what we were, were exploring in the, in the last segment, a little bit of why uh, this book was created, but let me tell, let me ask you Sable uh, for your input. So I know you started the book actually with your sponsor one-on-one and then you moved into this greater group. Tell me about what was your motivation and what were your expectations coming in? Um, well, first, I really wanted to start with the group, but I was in ministry school and had to finish out my two years before I could join the group. So once I graduated from there, I joined the group and I was really driven because I wanted to learn how to love myself when I previously did not. And I wanted to be able to do this journey, this healing journey with a group of women who had been through something similar, who could relate on a different level than maybe other people around me couldn't relate to. Mm. So when I came in to join the group, I was welcomed with open arms and was so surprised because I was like, oh, snap, I'm not alone. Yeah. And so that's that was really inspiring. Well, and I think, you know, there's an element to the group. What I noticed is that the, the piece about sharing testimonies is so powerful. So it's really, it's almost like the book is, is great and everything. And, you know, the, the, the ability to, you know, have a workbook to work through like a common talk track, but it's really, it was really more, I think where the power came in is about when we would pray and we would invite Holy spirit in to uh, help us as we confessed, right. These things that we were going through and we had that commonality that, oh, you've been abused too like that? Oh, me too. Let's pray in agreement that God would come and heal us. And so, you know, uh, love your take. What do you think, Renee? Do, do you do you find that, did you find that um, that the time together was like par- partially the reason why it was so powerful? Or did you feel like this, the steps were, you know, helpful as well? Like what what, what was in it for you? You stole the words out of my mouth. It was when Holy Spirit came as we came together. It was so powerful. It was undeniable. And he literally ripped the root out 
for the healing to help happen. And I, the, the steps, like you said, highlighted it. Draw, it drew it out of you. It, it drew an outline of how to walk you through your thought process and how to draw things out of you. Um, a lot of us tell our story, um, but as far as like, what was so powerful, what you wrote, was the definition of abuse. Some of us, like you said, minimize it and minimize our abuse of abusers so that we could survive the abuse. And it was just a way to be so real with ourselves, so real with each other, in a way that was different than how we told our story prior to this. Um, it drew out a little more details. It drew out emotions that we were stuffing and thinking we weren't. Um, it just drew out so many different detailed areas, but it was when we came together with the Holy Spirit that conquered healing and, I mean, brought joy mm. through tears. It, it brought, brought healing to, in a way that we just couldn't have imagined. And I, I can speak for myself, and I don't know, I'm sure there's many out there that we seek healing so desperately and don't know how and we run to everything to look for it. But this is the first time that I actually felt it. Mm. And um, it was just powerful. And it was Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. I, I'm, think, I'm thinking of the scripture, Revelation twelve eleven. It says, they triumphed over him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. And... You know, it's there's there's something to be said about sharing the word of your testimony, the word of your testimony about releasing it to safe people. And, you know, some may say, well, you know, what what, what happened to testimony night? You remember testimony night? You know, I believe mm-hmm. one of the reasons why testimony night is not as prevalent is because there's too much gossip in the church. And people, people are talking on you after you get up and you say your peace, your deep hurt. Oh, I got raped. I was gang raped. I was sold. I was, I had to sleep with 21 guys a, a day. I, you know, I, I, I was addicted to heroin for 10 years. I have mental illness. I've been diagnosed with this or that. And then you start getting these stigmas that are put on you in the church so that you can't even be transparent. Like, like, like you should be able, you shouldn't even have to say this is a safe place, right? Because if everybody is following the outline of the Lord, there shouldn't be any gossip, but we just, we know that's not the case. So that we've have to create these safe places where people can come to release these deep hurts. Right. Coming from the background of abuse, you already don't trust anyone. And so when you have proclaimed at every single class that this is confidential and we sign something like a contract and it's backed up every week, it it just makes a huge difference. Yes. And even when you notice, like one thing I notice is sometimes when I'm talking, let's say I, this has happened. A couple of the ladies in the, in the program, there's been some concern about them. The way I notice that we're honoring that is the way we talk about each other, even amongst okay. each other. Um, you know, if somebody comes to me and they say, I'm concerned about this person, they, there's some things going on. I can't really say what, but 
I'm concerned about them. Like just the fact that they went to that extent to frame up what they said showed that they have a heart that wants to honor the other person. Right. Right. And not not volunteering the information tells you the same. Yes. And then you can even, you know, I think, you know, too, one of the things that we're missing, too, is like when somebody says I'm having a hard time. How beautiful is it when the Lord's when you pray into that, whatever that person said generically, I'm having a hard time. You pray into it and then the Lord starts to reveal what it is. And he says, this is the words that you say to that person. And so we don't we don't you know, sadly, sadly. And, you know, my husband's been kind of like we've been chatting about this, like. Do we, you know, do we with, 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 you know, fight for love? Um, I think we've had to create this kind of environment because unfortunately, because the state of things where people need a safe place, right. To have these deeper conversations. And they also, um, they need to know that they're not um, because sexual abuse and domestic violence and even human trafficking is so much more prevalent in our world. And yet there's all these stigmas attached to them, right? They need to know stigmas that. And judgments. And judgments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So how about you, Sable? Do you, do you find that um, there's a need for a safe place? The frame of it being a safe place where we are sworn to confidentiality. Does that, did that help you? Absolutely, because although I was around church a lot and really in church, um, the people around me were very knowledgeable about things in the scripture, but they were not really trauma-informed. So when I came to them with my trauma issues, they didn't necessarily know how to speak to me through love, through the scripture, while addressing those deep issues. Mm -hmm. And so this group really just provided a safe environment for me to be able to express how I was feeling and to know that it was normal and know that I was still worthy of being loved and healed. And healed. And I truly believe that healing is a process. It can happen instantaneously. I think God can, can he just snatch you up and heal you like real quick. I want that kind of healing, Lord. <laughs> just a quick drive through healing. Come on. But no, sometimes it's here. I'm going to heal this part of your mind. Like I say, uh, he lays himself on top of every situation. He lays himself on top of every hurt. And sometimes you might say, Lord, heal me of this. And he does. And then it reveals that you had something else underneath it. And then you need him to lay on top of that. And then, and then he, and then, you know, it's like lay, just, just Lord, just lay on everything yourself on everything that is hurting in me. But sometimes it's too much. We don't even know what all the layers are. We're going to come right back. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the actual uh, class that you guys are doing and what you're seeing there. So thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. 
My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today with Sable Horton and Renee Ortiz, and they are facilitators of the Fight for Love small group study group, uh, and they also have gone through the program themselves. I'm so grateful to have them both here. Um, One of the things, Renee, you mentioned in the book that we start off with is actually explaining uh, concepts like power and control, sexual abuse, human trafficking, domestic violence, physical abuse. What are those things? What, what, you know, what is the definition? And then we go into something that's called ground zero where we, we verbally renounce any, uh, any, um, responsibility for childhood abuse. And even as an adult times where we were victimized because we live in a victim blaming culture where, oh, well, you wore a skirt that was too short or your your shirt was too low cut. And so that's why you got raped. So we renounce any of those attitudes up front. And then we understand what it is, these things, what are these things? What is the definition? How powerful has that been for you as you were going through the steps with your group? Just, you know, just has, did you notice that there were any kind of aha moments for the people that were attending? Definitely. Um, a lot of uh, abused or especially sexually abused uh, individuals take the blame, um, especially if it happened a little older and it was a date rape situation. Um, even some of their own friends blame them. And um, I'm going to get a little graphic, but uh, I, you know, because of your book, I've told them that even if you are completely undressed, and you consented to it, but changed your mind. Yep. No is no. That's no right. No is no. And it cannot be forced. And so it has clearly defined the line. And it needs to be educated because abused people take on so much. I always say it's like, you know, this was done to me, but I'm holding and dragging all the luggage it comes with. And it's time to unpack that. And release some of the res- all of the responsibility. Yes, yes, absolutely. No means no, and we. This is just a new concept that has really been driven home in the last, I'd say, last five years in our culture. Yes. You know, up until yes. five years ago, it was like, well, what were you wearing? And mm-hmm. did you, you know, did you say yes at least one time? Because if you switched it up and said no, you were, you know, you're leading that poor guy on or that poor girl on. And so uh, that I think for me, it was so powerful. I remember when I went through the 12 steps and I remember Deborah Rico was um, one of my 
uh, uh, accountability partners and um, Kathy Wachler. And I remember Kathy saying, you know, having me go through this process of saying, I'm not responsible. And for me, it was, you know, 12 year old childhood rape. And I, you know, boy, it was a date rape. And I thought, wow, you know, if I hadn't been acting so trampy, I would have, you know, that wouldn't have happened to me. If I hadn't been fast letting this boy up in my house to drink some water, then that wouldn't have happened to me. I blame myself. And I held on to that for years with such shame. And then until I said no, I said no. And he still went forward. That was not on me. So I am not responsible. Those words, I think. How about how, how about you, Sable? And when we shared that concept with the ladies on the first night, I just saw like a huge burden being lifted off their shoulders. Because you could tell that yeah. they blamed themselves for what they had gone through, even if some of them did say no. And for me, even when I went through that, when someone finally sat down and was like, you said no, and they did it anyway. It's not your fault. Just yeah. that concept, because I had been taught that it was my fault, because maybe I shouldn't have been in that situation or whatever the surrounding you know things were. So that concept just right there is really powerful. Like yeah. what you say matters, you said no. That's right. So. Yeah, and, and, and do I, you feel it gives your voice? Go ahead, Renee. Even as I, when I, it happened to me, I was young, uh, five. And even being five, I still held responsibility because everybody told me, oh, you're too affectionate. And so because I'm affectionate, I was an open target. And so it actually played a mind like, well, should I change how loving I am? Right. And no, I shouldn't. My affection shouldn't be an open door for someone to violate. That's right. That is so right. That is spot on. You know, I was told the same thing when I was growing up. I remember playing with a uh, one of my um, one of my mom's boyfriends, and um, I was jumping on his lap, and I didn't know I was only like six, and I was pulled aside, and I was told, you know, uh, you can't jump on men's lap like that. You might arouse them, and I was like, what? I didn't know what that meant, and so it was explained to me what it meant. And I felt so disgusted with myself that I would cause that to happen. And I, it was so confusing for me. And right. in, in retrospect, you know, my poor mom, she was not young. She didn't, she was not trained on how to have that kind of conversation. So if, if, you know, fast forward, if, if we, even if we as parents, cause now look, we're abused. If we go unhealed, we're training up our kids. Guess how we're going to train our kids, Renee. Right. We're going to say, get away. Don't go. Don't ever be in the bathroom with that guy. Don't ever be, you know, in that somewhere with with some with men develop making our kids develop fear of men, you know, um, and self-blaming if anything occurs. Right. Right. Yeah. So that I think is so, so powerful. And then and then as we go, there's these testimonies that are in each step and there are testimonies from different survivors that have been included. Um, did that, what do you think, you know, as you went through the steps, what was like the one thing about the steps was this, the testimonies or was it the questions that uh, impacted you or impacted the people now in your group? Uh, what, what, what really stood out to you aside of kind of them declaring that they are not responsible for their own abuse. Then as they began to dig into it, what, what, what really, um, made a difference or pricked their hearts, if you will. Um, I was actually going to bring this up 
for every woman, it's a different step. Yeah. And it's the moment they decide to really lean in and dig deeper. Mm. And although it's that four is a, is a tough one for everyone, it's not always the one that is the breakthrough. Mm. Um, recently, it was step six, and it was for someone that was resisting it along the way. There, You see who's embracing it, and you see who's resisting it. And it's so beautiful to see the person resisting it burst through and break through and that aha moment that wow they dug in wow. and here's their freedom and it's so beautiful it's it's a different step for everyone and it's holy spirit led that's right and it's those that are holding on the, the toughest to their old coping mechanisms because we do that as a defense and mm. we don't want to let go of those things that protected us for so long because we don't know how to do this without them and being shown a new way it's sometimes scary, and but the moment they let go and do it a new way, it's beautiful, and God takes over. Amen. The scripture for step six is uh, James four ten, and it says, "Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up." And yeah. so that's it. Sounds like He got right in there. <laughs> he got All in right. there. Yes, Lord. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, I think you know the thing that we. What I love is too that that we com- we're committing for about sixteen, eighteen weeks to spend time together and kind of get into this. Whereas a lot of the time you go into this one little workshop, that workshop is not going to get you in to to release, to let let the Lord get in. You've got to spend time in His Word. You've got to spend time in prayer. You've got to spend time reflecting on these things. In order for, and in community, community, right? That's Do not, what I was just going to say. The community. accountability mm-hmm. to pray for each other yeah. is huge. And you see the prayers working. Amen. And that, 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 that raises people's faith every week. Amen. Amen. Okay. We're going to take a break um, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about vision. So there's some things that are coming. Actually, we're working on a Fight for Love book for men. Um, so super excited about that. Um, wanted to just hear your hearts, uh, Sable and Renee, on where uh, where you see this going. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action 
and love those in your midst. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we're in the studio today with Sable and Renee. We're talking about Fight for Love. And Sable, as was shared earlier, is survivor leader, works for Love Never Fails. She does a bunch of different administrative things for us. It's just been a blessing. Um, actually, where she and I are headed over to Santa Clara County later today to talk with some leaders there about ways that we can further um, our work in that county. And so she's just always going around and advocating. So really appreciate her in that regard. And then she's this beautiful artist and writer and dancer. So there's so much to Sable and to Renee. Renee, who's a dancer, who's a business owner, who has a the gift of intercessory prayer and just this, you know, so much to these powerful women. And yet they both have been impacted, as have I, by abuse, abuse of different kinds. And sometimes those things that have happened in our life hinder us from going forward. They hinder us. And what I want to ask you is, having gone through the program and now facilitating it, what's the vision that you see for yourself? Is there a new vision in your life for yourself having maybe peeled away? We're never really fully healed until we go to be with the Lord. But having peeled away whatever you left there at the altar as we were going through, what's the new vision that God has given? And if at all, so please do share, Sable. You know how God asks you to do stuff? Well, actually, no. You know how he commands you to do stuff? Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> and you try to hide? Yeah. That's definitely the... Stop laughing, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely the season I have been in. Renee has been super awesome and encouraging me to not run away. She chases me down sometimes when I do anyway. But, I, you know, I see that in the future. I'm going to be mentoring a lot of girls. And I think that I'm going to be doing a lot of work with Love Never Fails around the Fight for Love group, even if... In the beginning, I was kind of hesitant, but I think that God's just healing me in a way that he didn't just heal me for myself. He healed me to help heal other people and so they can get to know him better. And so that's what I see in the future. There's going to be a lot more Fight for Love groups. Mm -hmm. And there are some leaders being raised up. So it's just really amazing. Yay. Hallelujah. (laughs) How about you, Renee? (laughs) Um, I I wanted to piggyback on what Sable says. I chase you down because I ran away myself from my purpose. God had already gave me my purpose years ago. And so this this program has helped me to walk in the possibility and not run from it any longer. And so that's why I go and chase you down and I'll chase anyone down because I don't want you to lose time with your purpose and what God has in store for you. But you're right. Our gift is not for us. It is for others. God gives us gifts for others. And so that's what this is. He wants us healed so that we can operate and go and seek the, the, the masses to do the same for them. It, everything we went through is not in vain. Although it grieved the Lord what we went through, I often think that the, the more gifts that we have in God, the more the enemy tried to rob it, the younger we were. Mm. So it's time to conquer and win this war and to go out and live our purpose that he designed us for. He designed every single person on this earth for just the time to live out his purpose. And it's all different for everyone. So I see him moving mightily and in his time and in order. So I can't wait to see what God does Amen. for every single one of us. Amen. Genesis fifty twenty: what the enemy meant for bad, God uses for good. 
as well as Galatians 6, 1. And this is step 12, which is what you guys are doing. Step 12 is is the principle is having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to others and practice these principles in all our affairs. And the scripture that it stands on is brothers. If someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore them gently but be watchful yourself, or you may also be tempted, Galatians 6, 1. And it's funny, actually, a couple of times there have been certain things that people have asked you guys to do, Sable in particular, and she's come to me and said, you know, do you think I should be praying over this or praying over that or, you know, like different deliverance things that people have asked her to do because she's facilitating the group. And I think that was wisdom there because it says, be careful yourself or you may also be tempted. And so there are certain things, even as we're walking, like just because you're facilitating a fight for love group, (laughs) that does not supersede what thus saith the Lord, right? So the (laughs) Lord is giving each of us a measure to go and get people where we are with what's been assigned to us. So he's equipped you guys. To go and reach, and like I, you said, I young really, ladies and you women, Renee. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, Renee. And I really think that we have to let them know that we are not perfect when we're leading these. We have new things that we're going through the steps with in this go around and the next go around and so on. So even though you're, quote unquote, leading a group, you're still ministering to yourself doing it as well. And you don't have to be perfect. What you have to do is know the steps and know that God will take over and God is facilitating the meeting. Amen. He is facilitating and he's the only perfect one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only perfect one. Man, when I do these, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going through these groups with people. I'm on radio show talking about being raped and all this other stuff. And I'm like, and I'm the first lady of New Hope. Ooh. And I'm preparing to be a licensed pastor. Uh Uh-oh. Like, at what point should you stop sharing that you're flawed? Well, I don't know. That reminds me of the scripture. He heals the man, and the man wants to follow Jesus. And he said, no, 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 no. And who doesn't want to be in God's presence and and Jesus' presence? I mean, that's the best place to be, right? He said, no, no, no. Go to your hometown and tell everyone. Mm -hmm. Tell them. Yeah, it's not about us, right, and what we receive. It is go tell everyone. Yes. Yep. Amen. Well, I want to give Miss Sable a chance. So, Sable, we are on the second edition of our book And in that edition, we actually had the opportunity to publish a poem from Sable as well as Beloved Alvarez, who also attended the first class. And they did these as part of their self-care. They did these poems. And so, Sable, would you bless us with your beautiful poem that is now a part of the book? Sure. So the poem is titled Beauty Is Us. Beauty, what is it? This thing that every girl strives to be that society determines only by things we can see, even if those things aren't really me. This thing that I crave so desperately, yet forget that I was created with true beauty dwelling inside of me. Somewhere along the line, the true essence of beauty has been changed, redefined. It's been rewritten, molded by lies, shaped by so many young girls' cries, causing self-esteem lows and highs. To reach this level of beauty that we were indeed born with, we think we have to lose weight to achieve it cover up our skin to appear as it, dress a certain way to obtain it, and make our bodies available to all to be labeled as it. 
We no longer listen to the ultimate master who created us all as masterpieces. Instead, we cut and snip ourselves apart into tiny pieces in order to fit into the small box of what we think beauty is. It was never meant to be like this. We're drowning in false beauty standards and trying to stay afloat. When we starve ourselves, we're really starving our hopes, dreams, and aspirations, allowing the enemy's schemes and perversions to come on in. And it's time that we stop giving into these lies. The truth is that none of us have to strive for beauty. We are already so beautiful. We are set apart beings that God handpicked himself. He made us perfect in his eyes, and we are still the apple of them. It doesn't matter what our hair looks like or what we wear, for we are dressed in God's garments of blessings and love already. We are vessels for honor, and God places tiaras on our heads. Our dad is a king. Ladies, that means we're royalty. We are more valuable than any dollar amount. And we are so beautiful that no product can contain it. We are so beautiful that no ad can capture it. And we are so beautiful that no trend can measure it. When you look in the mirror, see yourself through his eyes. My sisters, you are bold, blissful, blessed, and built in his sight. You are excellent enough and loved by him with all his might. You are accepted, amazing, abiding in love, and the apple of his eye. You are unique, useful, and represent unending joy despite potential cries. You are tolerant, triumphant, thankful, and teachable. You are incredible, intelligent, inquisitive, and with God invincible. You are fabulous, fantastic, and fearfully and wonderfully made. You are unashamed, unshaken, and represent unwavering faith because Jesus always stayed. You are laughter, liveliness, and represent love because what God says about you is true. So I say again, beauty, what is it? It is you. It is you. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, we have just had a beautiful time here with Sable and Renee. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. We love you, too. It's a pleasure. Mm, what a blessing. Well, um, there's so much going on in the community. I wanted to invite you all out. We've got a benefit event uh, coming up. Uh, in actually, we're moving it. Sorry, it's a donor appreciation event. We're moving it uh, from August 24th. 
uh, to hopefully to September 30th. Stay tuned. Unfortunately, we had to move it because we have been invited to bring the Love Never Fails dance team to Las Vegas to do an event there. And uh, we want to uh, just really be a blessing to a, a woman who is doing some transformative work there and her nonprofit uh, there in Las Vegas. And so we're going to go and do that. So hopefully you'll forgive us. We would we'll definitely want to appreciate you and love on you as donors. And we want to have you out at the end of September. So we will come back with a new date on that. Also want to invite you out uh, this evening. Uh, we are going out on street outreach in the in Alameda County. And so um, please do, if you still, it's not too late. If you want to come, go to our website and uh, you can sign up there. Uh, Lem never fails us for uh love never fails us.com forward slash events or you can email me at vanessa at love never fails us.com uh, we also want to invite you to our store our community store is open monday through thursday 12 to 5 p.m and it is in the city of hayward 22580 grand street cross street is a street we want to invite you to donate to uh, to uh patronize the store we we employ survivors of human trafficking as well as members of our homeless community with downtown streets team as well as foster youth and we are so grateful for that also want to give a huge shout out to our it biz graduates they graduated yesterday yay Woo-hoo! and they are going on to uh, work to internships and apprenticeships out in the community uh, we are so, uh, so proud of them. They have worked so hard over the last um, couple of months. And now they're going to be out there in uh, IT, um, uh, the, in the IT industry doing what they've been working on. So, so grateful. If you want to learn more uh, or you want maybe one of the people that you know to get involved in IT biz, you can reach out to Miguel. And that is Miguel, M-I-G-U-E-L at loveneverfailsus.com. I want to make sure that you know that we are a praying organization. We pray every morning, 930, uh, every morning with our staff. And uh, and we want to invite you, if you want prayer, reach out to us. You can email me or you can email prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. And we will um, lift up your prayers, lift up your needs. And we're believing God for miracles in all in each and every one of your lives. Also want to invite you to um, uh, take a look at this book, uh, Fight for Love, and maybe purchase a copy of your own. Again, we have ebooks and we have paperback books available on Amazon. And you can find them on a link to them on our website at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash shop, S-H-O-P. Uh, we also are working on a book for men called Fight for Love for Men. Uh, and it will be targeted at men who have been abused in some way. And we're super excited about that. And I'm so grateful to announce that I'm going to be doing that in partnership with Pastor Will Yancey. And so he is a blessing. Those of you who know him, he's a wealth of knowledge about domestic violence, about um, um, things that plague our, our, our men. And so we want to uh, and just just ask you to just be in prayer as we develop this. We're hoping to have it done by the end of the year and launched so that we can start to be a blessing uh, to men as well. And of course, all of it will be based on the word of God as 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 this version is. So uh, we want to also encourage you to become a member today. So we are a listener supported organization. You can become a member by going to our website, Love Never Fails Us dot com forward slash donor. Uh, membership levels starting at $12 an, a, a month on up to 500 a month. 
And it is my birthday month. I want to just say that. And I've dedicated my birthday towards raising $25,000 toward uh, opening a new house that will provide six more beds. Uh, so I, I've requested that on Facebook. I'm, I'm believing God that somebody will donate $25,000 so we can open a home. It's actually $150,000, but I believe this 25 will be the seed money that we need to walk forward in faith to open up this new house and provide more capacity for our women and children. We have provided housing for 100 women and 20 children over the last four years. Let's double, double up on that number. All right. Well, we're going to go. And I just want to say one. One last thing, in case you hadn't heard it before, we want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.